Hey, Remarkable Mommies, thanks for coming back. Hope you're just as excited for part two as we are. Get ready to pick up right where we left off. I love that you're sharing that you're going out in nature and that you're bringing the boys and that they are in tune. I think that one of the things that's come out is that they they are listening, right? You have like a captive audience, whereas even though you said before, maybe you weren't focused, I think like so many of us, we weren't. I mean, it, like you, I mean, it's like totally resonates with me. You always have to prioritize as a working mom. I don't know what it's like to be a single mom. I, I commend you. I applaud you, all the single moms out there, because I don't know how. They, I, it's hard, even when you have a partner that's in the home and is helping, helping. Um, so, but I, like, you know, so driven, so focused and wanting to, like, get the promotion, wanting to, like, just do such an amazing job at work, wanting to uplift. And that's, you know, a big reason why I wanted to do this podcast, uplift other, other women so they can hear the stories. I know everyone says there's no such thing as work-life balance, but I will say that taking that time, like you said, like, yeah. in the middle of your day, taking that moment for yourself, you you can do that. And I feel like before we never would have given ourselves that we we didn't we didn't give ourselves that we have to give our we have to give ourselves permission to prioritize where appropriate and needed and also recognize longer hours does not necessarily mean productivity and we're hearing and reading so much about that but we have to give ourselves permission to be the mothers that we deserve to be as much as the working contributors to society. And I don't want to say working women, because frankly, w- women contribute to society so damn much. Yeah. We, dr- <laughs> but we, we really, as women, we are, we work very, very hard to show our success, to climb up that corporate ladder. But it's more about the achievements and the accomplishments that we are making for the corporation, for our clients, and for our society. It's, and it's, I know it's important to talk about women in the workforce. It's a very big thing, but we also have to give ourselves permission to be the moms. Yeah. Just as much as a man gets the permission to be that working patriarch, yeah. you know? And so for me, like, and it's interesting, I have two boys. Yeah. So, you know, um, being a single working mom, you know, I'm also showing them what they need to do to be present and to be aware of their, of who they are. Yes. And also to recognize women and to recognize their mother as someone who is trying very hard to show value, to give back, to be respected. They have to, it's important for me to show them that as a mom, as a woman, as a career person, I am just as capable and actually more capable in some ways as a man giving back. Oh, yeah. And so showing them, especially my two boys, they have to respect the work that I'm doing. And that's also another big thing. Like, they they get to see somebody working hard. So they understand, like, the value of hard work. Now – do they always do hard work and do they always try their best? No, that's something I have to instill in them. <laughs> the other piece is, I mean, 
and I said earlier, like I take them to, on hikes and, and they are very, they are very mindful and aware, which is beautiful, but they also are stuck on their devices half the time. And it is a fight to get them off of their devices. It is a fight to get them off of, you know, TV and all that type of stuff. Like, but I do, I do fight it because they have to get outside. They have to appreciate nature. They have to see what is out there. Yeah, that's so true. It's so, so, so important. And I'm, it's so good to hear you know, that we're all, you know, we're not alone. You know, everyone is, has their own journey, but along the way, there are very similar things. And, and if we can, you know, this is what I always tell people, if there's a woman in your office that you can help, you know, be that, be that woman that helps to uplift someone else, or maybe they're just having a rough time, or maybe you see them sitting in a meeting and they want to jump in, but they don't feel comfortable to jump in, give them the space. And I'm such a huge proponent of that because I feel like in so many situations, um, you know, we, we don't always, we don't always get that. And you just said a big thing, give them their space. That's another big sort of topic for me. Everybody deserves their space. They have a right to be here. So we have a right to be in corporate America. We deserve that seat. We deserve that space if, if, and when we work hard for it, but in every other aspect of our lives too, we deserve that space, whatever that space looks like, because not everybody feels that not everybody feels like they're, I remember for so long, I had such low self-esteem and I was incredibly insecure and I didn't feel like I deserved space. Like that I deserve to take up space. Every single one of us deserves to take up space and own that space. Yep, yeah. And it's not, so I'm sorry, let me, let me restate that. It's not take up space, it's own that space, yes. you know? And that's a big thing. And whether it be my 12-year-old niece, whether it be your daughter or your daughter, whether it be my 160-pound St. Bernard, who takes <laughs> up so much space. Which is why your arms are so ripped, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> so, because like, she, my gosh, those hikes with that Bernard, I know, right? I'm getting myself a Bernard. I know, Where, right? I He like, deserves space. When yeah. I And I think about him, like, when I look at that dog and I embrace him and he embrace, like, he deserves love too, just as all of us do. So yeah. it's... It, yeah. And I'm, again, I'm talking about this sort of journey I'm on because I'm going through all of this. My career is incredibly important to me. Absolutely. My kids are incredibly important to me. My partnership with my partner, which is so new. And frankly, I mean, I've only just come out, you know, within the last couple of years. I was, I, I did not know this about me. <laughs> I love, no, I didn't. Yeah. I love the fact that People now are embracing, embracing everything. Yes. And so like I look at, you know, one of my sons who he is, he has said, you know, mommy, I think I may be gay. And I'm like, rock on. Yeah. Love who you want to love. You may love a boy right now. You may love a girl, you know, in two years. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I love the fact that he has no qualms about being like, yeah, maybe mom, you know, great. Yeah. You know, and so that's like huge. Yeah. And so all of this new stuff, I'm learning so much about myself. And because, and you know, Daiquiri, like there was a point where I was so focused. You, you talked about workaholic. Yeah. All I cared about was my career. And I wasn't home for my kids. I was traveling every other week around the country and I was mm. not home. And now I have the luxury and the privilege to be home 
to be a mom, to be a working mom, and to finally accept myself for who I am, which is a sober gay woman. And that's a lot to say. That's a mouthful. It's a, a lot to like. That's, a lot comes with that. That's yeah. amazing. I love that. But I'm embracing it. Yes. And then my kids get to see me embrace it, and they get to embrace who they are. Yes. And it's all about owning our truths, owning our space. You said manifesting things, and owning our truth. I I do think like you know the pandemic for me too also made me pause, you know, because I was always that person that, I mean, the kids were calling mom, what's for dinner? Like, we don't know what, you know, we're going to eat tonight. And I was in Ridgefield Park, you know, in my office. And I'm like, well, geez, scratching my head. I'm not really sure what we're going to have for dinner tonight. Um, And the kids, you know, probably ate grapes (laughs) for dinner. Um, At least it wasn't Cheez-Its because uh, grapes is healthy. Well, we don't really (laughs) know. It could have been Cheez-Its. It could have been Cheez-Its. I was like, there have been times where my children had probably ice cream or I don't even know. Like sometimes they'll like, they had like Doritos for breakfast one day. And I was like, wait, what? I know. (laughs) So, I mean, for me, the family dinner thing was huge. Love the fact that I can have dinner with them. I can prepare dinner for them. Mm -hmm. I can even like, even just honestly seeing them in school during the day was kind of fun for me at times to like see how they interacted with their class and their teachers and hear their commentary, you know, when asked to answer a question, like all of that stuff. I never got to, to do. do. I was yeah. never a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I no. was always a working mama. And like, it was, it was wonderful for me to go through that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm right with there with both of you yeah. on all of that. So Absolutely. obviously we talked about challenges in the pandemic and, and we've talked about the positive things in the pandemic yeah. that I think we've all faced. So I think we all can agree that life is good and is we've learned some things throughout this pandemic and maybe life will change, you know, a bit in terms of how we work and maybe we pause more. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that we like, at least for myself, I know a lot of technology firms are trying to best each other. So Spotify being a platform company, technology company, we don't know when we're going back to the office. So, and I mean, for me, it's like, I am, it's bittersweet, right? Like I would love to go back to the office because for my job, like I love interacting with other people, but it is nice that I am still here. And I still, like you said, get to spend time with my children, get to make dinner, get to, you know, spend time in my apartment, which (laughs) I mean, honestly, like there are some days that I'll like look around and I'm like, wow, this place is pretty okay. I'm like, you know, like you look at something and you're like, wow, that looks so, I just, I never, there are chairs that I never, literally in my apartment that I never sat in before. Um, Even on the weekends, like I never sat in those chairs. So I, I think the pause is something that's been wonderful. And, and even though I'm not super excited to like keep doing this, um, I'm glad the kids are going to go back to school. And when I get the opportunity to go back to the office and meet my colleague and I have a different situation like I started during the pandemic so I'm just excited to meet some more people that I in real life that I that I work with yeah I'll say in the beginning of the pandemic it was frustrating because all of it when you thought you had a half hour commute 
all of a sudden became uh, an opportunity for someone to book a meeting. And your days, I remember at one point, someone literally was like, well, can we, can we meet at 7.30? And I was like, it's one thing to go back from 9 to 8.30. That was reasonable because I was working when I would get in the city by 8, 8.30 anyway. It was another thing to go from 8.30 to 8. And then when you start doing coach on 7.30, I'm like, mm, that's the time that like I want to make my kids breakfast now that they're home. That's the time when I still want to blow dry my hair. And if I want to put, you know, some mascara on, I'm going to put some mascara on. No, not 7.30, right. you know? <laughs> so your days got longer yeah. because people knew that you were home and they could access you at all times. I think there's a right-sizing going back and working at a technology company, especially one like Microsoft where – First of all, we benefited from it. Absolutely. But secondarily, we also saw, we did a lot of research and we also saw the pros and the cons. And that's what you're talking about. There's a lot of pros, like we get to be home, we get to see our children, we get to see them in school, we get to make them lunch, make them breakfast, eat dinner with them, so on and so forth. And there were some cons, which is, honestly, you are booked from 7.30 or 8 until, and you are on calls. Now, could I go run upstairs, see if my kids were on their Zooms while I was on a call? Yes. Did I do that like 15 times a day while I was on calls? Yes, because I wanted to make sure that they were actually working. But companies have actually, I think there is a right-sizing because they actually are telling their employees to stop and pause. Like for example, Microsoft is actually blocking hours of our days on Fridays to for and they they say unplug time. Yeah. They are actually blocking coffee breaks during yeah. the day. The organization is. And so the I I believe companies are also realizing that we've gone too far and and capitalized on the pandemic a little too much and everybody needs a little bit of a break. Yeah. And totally. everybody needs those pauses. Yeah. And the great thing is is I think managers such as yourself and yourself are giving the employees the opportunity to pause. The other benefit that came out of this is recognizing that we are just as productive wherever we are, however, and whenever. So I could work from midnight to 1 a.m. And if I'm just as productive during that time as I am from 12 noon to 1, then let me work then as long as I don't need the whole team. So there's something to be said about recognizing when we and how productive we are. And if we can get out of work early, great. If I'm going to run and do a quick grocery shop in the middle of the day, guess what? I'm going to give myself permission to do that because I deserve that. And and there's other things. I mean, companies are also investing in like just moments of giving back. And I think that's huge. I I think, and when you talk about the pandemic also, I just have to say this, it's a, to me, it's sort of a right-sizing. It's making everybody take pause and say, what are we doing? Yeah. Right. And let's take a moment. Like we have a life to live. We have a beautiful earth. Yes. Let's pause for a couple minutes and take a step back. Yeah. Because we need to right-size some stuff that's going on. Absolutely. That's at least my feeling. Live your best life. Take that pause. Live your best life. Like, make sure that you're living your best life. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, I mean, you said it when we first started. We have a beautiful life. We really do. But how many people are really taking a moment to appreciate it? Like, you talked about gratitude. How many people are actually looking up at the sky and saying, wow, those clouds are beautiful? Or taking a going on a hike and smelling the air or meeting with friends for coffee yeah. 
because you do have something to talk about and, and you, and you want to know that you're not going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, but like we, I forgot my point. No. True, like you getting together, seeing the silver lining. Yeah. I mean, everybody – It's a beautiful life. Right. Everybody – Thank you. It's it's all about the pause. Remembering that we all have a beautiful life. Totally. And it's actually like a perfect segue into probably – Concluding the interview yeah. <laughs> to to remind everybody we all live a beautiful life, yeah. and, and just take that pause and the, and, and it's notice not, it. Yeah, but it's also it's not going to be beautiful the whole time. It's yes. going to be messy. No, but that's the whole thing. It's okay. Yeah, imperfection leads to wonderful things. Yes, right? because it lets you recognize all the other things. Yeah, you learn so, and grow from totally. imperfection. Totally, totally, I agree. I just wanted to say that. I think it's amazing that we're talking about like the beautiful life and like all the silver linings and like making the pauses. But I do want to, you mentioned about the craziness because at the beginning of the pandemic, it was, so I want to just acknowledge that I did, there were points where I felt, I felt crazy at the beginning because I was like, I, I, I didn't, I don't stay home (laughs) and there are like some reasons why I'm not teaching my children, but I was, I did feel like I was like, homeschooling them and then I would get the the text that said your kid's not in and then I'm like on a call and I have to like try to turn my camera off and then oh no you can't turn the camera off you have to keep the camera on and then the kids are coming in and so it's been some really exciting and interesting times um but it there were lots of periods of craziness and like you said like sometimes you're gonna burn the pasta it's just it's gonna happen and that's embrace okay. the em, embrace the burnt pasta. Burnt pasta. Yes. Burnt pasta. <laughs> One last thing, because I know sure. we're 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 closing out. Yeah, we talk about this. We talked about this the last time. When you, I because I know you're a wonderful cook and you eat at home a lot. What's your favorite restaurant to eat at in Hoboken or in like Hobo- period in Hoboken? Oh, my new favorite restaurant, Olivia's. Hands down, oh, Olivia's. I love Olivia's been too. There, been there four times I since just it's opened. Pa- I went last weekend. Nice. Their food is it. consistent. It's good. It's tasty. There are some unique things on there. Yes. I mean, you know this. Yes, Hands know down. This. I've had a few. So I'm a food. So I actually just, I grew up in New York. So actually the reason why nature is such a big part of, of who I am today, it's really important. And so I'm a foodie. I was a big foodie for a long time. And New York restaurants were like. New York uh, City restaurants. New York City. Oh, sorry. New York City restaurants were, <laughs> you know. But I will tell you, Olivia's is really darn good. Yes. Yeah, And is. the consistency, I think, is the thing. We were talking about that before, too. In Hoboken, it's good. It's consistent. It's a beautiful space. Different yeah. things on the menu. Yeah. I'm actually going there on Tuesday too because I loved it so much last weekend, and my husband's been wanting to go. Oh, nice! Um, and they do happen to have a lot of vegetarian options, yeah. so you know, for him, that's great. Well, for me too, because I'm trying to be vegetarian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of that pescatarian, but trying to be vegetarian. Yeah. So, but yeah, great space, great place. Really love the fact that they're here in Hoboken now. Me too. Awesome. Well, Nicole, it's been amazing speaking with you today. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you thank for you so much. Us. We've, I mean, I've had a lot of fun, some really great nuggets of information to share. You know, as we said before, if this podcast helps one mama or one mom, that's, that's good enough for us. That's a good. So own your space, everyone. Own your space and it's okay 
to burn the pasta. Yeah. Exactly. And thank you so much for having me. I also just want to mention one thing. If anybody is looking to stop drinking, please reach out. And also, if you are trying to figure yourself out and you realize, you know, something new about yourself, embrace it. Yeah. Really embrace it. But thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was our pleasure. Thank you.